Live from VentureX Studios, it's JP, Kathy, and the crew. The crew. Good the morning. Crew, Happy Monday. Hope your weekend was, was well. Woo-hoo! Yesterday, 99 degrees yesterday. <sighs> um, humidity is out of control as well. Yeah, like the humidity was so bad Saturday night. Walked out of a, an air-conditioned building and literally car was parked in the front center row. So super close was literally wiping back beads of sweat and limping because the humidity kills my knee. So good morning and happy Monday and happy well, week to you, the crew. And with that, lead just right into we got Dr. Norm yes. Clothier joining us from Family Healthcare Associates. You know, Dr. Clothier, the heat has kind of snuck up on us. Yes. Oh, yeah. It was it warm. Oh, you did <laughs> say 99. I, yeah. Um, you know, it's June, and uh, so it's technically still spring until about June 21st, but I do believe you're right that we've had a moderate winter with a lot of rain as we we're talking about a minute ago how you know it's rained so much and the temperatures have been held down i think summer is about to hit in terms of the weather and then of course soon the actual day which doesn't matter but the um it is really hot and i was out doing some yard work yesterday and i observed the humidity or i felt it and i was just thinking about you know it's good time to review heat safety because it's a real issue. It's a real issue for me. It's a real issue for all of us. And so we need to uh, talk some strategy there and some just being careful because you can get overwhelmingly hot very quickly. And yesterday I noticed too, the, uh, the air just wasn't moving much, you know, very low breeze. And of course that leads to the humidity and all the rain we've had recently has increased the uh, humidity factor in the air. So one of our primary means of temperature control for our bodies is to sweat. And that plays a very important role in heat safety. One thing is when it's really humid, you cannot sweat as effectively. You may be wet, but you're not sweating in terms of evaporation allowing the body to cool. So the effectiveness mechanism there of sweating, being wet, being in humid conditions is such that you can't exchange temperature as easily with the environment and release that. So you get very, very hot at your core very quickly. Having said that, you need to make sure that you are sweating a lot. If you're not sweating much, you need to drink more fluid right then. And you really need to drink fluid before you go out in the heat. Being proactive about it is real key. But if you start to observe that you're not sweating as much and i hope you could observe that because by then you could have a little mental clouding from the heat too but just make sure you drink a a lot of fluid and you you need to be drinking fluid to the point where you literally need to urinate you need to go to the bathroom if you're not drinking enough and not urinating you're going to be behind on your fluid content very quickly so I drank about five liters of fluid yesterday of water wow. while I was out, and I still was, you know, really too hot, frankly. And um, But at, when the temperature, I've always observed, you know, our average human body temperature is 98.6 degrees. Of course, some people run lower before the comments come in that 97.4 is normal for them. I'm sure it is. But we average 98.6. And so... To average that, you know, people have to run a little higher, sometimes a little lower, sometimes. But the key is when the ambient temperature or environmental temperature exceeds that body temperature, you really can't exchange that heat off the body effectively either. And that's where, you know, you've got to just be incredibly careful to hydrate, get in the shade, don't be in the sun in that kind of heat because it'll just bake you, you know, even more. And where... You have light light colored clothing, cover your skin, don't get scorched. Uh, But use something very light and airy. There are all kinds of moisture wicking, uh, you know, uh, fabrics now and uh, shirts with vents and whatever. And all those are very important uh, because you can keep uh, ventilating the skin, but not over scorch with the sun. But it's just very important. Well, and you said, oh, oh, sorry, you said something about um, when you're, you feel like your mental acuity is slipping a little bit. So explain to us more about that. So not when you're, you know, you're chilled out, maybe you're in the pool relaxing. Um, I know my husband, he went to a friend's house yesterday to just kind of hang out by the pool for a little while. 
overdid it because the pool was still very cool. Um, and he's like, boy, I've got, I've got to watch myself next time. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to bust your chops with Dr. Clothier tomorrow. But um, so, okay, mental acuity slipping. You're out there relaxing. You're not working or anything. You're just kicked back. What's a test you can do? How can you tell if you're starting to lose um, mental, mental capacity? Okay, but, uh, here's the problem is you'll be the last one to know. And mm. so I think, you know, the key is, again, that the physical signs you can monitor are sweating, need to use the bathroom, and literally consciousness. You know, I mean, if somebody's slipping out or becoming confused, somebody needs to get that person and get them inside or get them into that cool pool water so they can decrease their core temperature. And, you know, that's, that's just one of those things. You know, like if you're, let's say, in the worst-case scenario, you had to call 911 because somebody collapsed in the heat. One of the very first things they're going to do is give them IV fluid hydration and cooling with literally like ice packs and, uh, you know, maybe a cool bath at the ER, cool water, uh, because you've got to get the core temperature down. So the person who is somewhat confused is going to be the last to know. So let's say you're out in the yard walking around and just feel things. You really need to get into shade first, and then if you uh, can't just get to, you know, if you could, excuse me, possibly get into a building, get a fan going. You, the reason fans help is they blow air across the body, so when you sweat, you do a temperature exchange with the uh, sweat and the evaporation component. So if you can get out of humidity into an indoor area, get air moving, that'll help tremendously. I frankly don't think anybody should just sit around a pool in the heat and just sit there because, you know, it, you're not gaining air exchange over the body. You're going to lose track of time and, and mental capacity, and, you know, you're going to end up getting way too hot at the core. So and that's just true. Dr. Clothier, let's, let's throw out those fancy medical terms. <laughs> heat exhaustion, okay. heat stroke. What are the two differences between the Ooh, two? We'll hear people... Yep. Well, we're help, well know, we will hear people always say, well, I had a heat stroke yesterday. Or, my, oh, I, right. I'm stroking. Oh, well, I'm having a heat exhaustion. You, they say I had a heat stroke yesterday. They did not. And so <laughs> that's one way if they're speaking to you, you can tell. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, those are those are super fancy terms. <laughs> heat stroke. Uh, sorry. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> that, uh, what we often use now is heat-related illness. There used to be heat exhaustion. And that's actually a pretty good term, though not very medical. But, you know, heat exhaustion is where you've been out and you suddenly feel like you can't move. You may be nauseated. You may literally throw up because the body is diverting so much blood flow from the GI tract to other areas of the body trying to cool you down, like to the surface of the, of the skin. Uh, many people kind of get sort of a beet red color or at least feel very hot to the touch. And you can get very weak and pass out quickly. And so you really need to be aware of heat exhaustion before heat stroke. And again, that's more uh, commonly now called heat-related illness, uh, if you want to get you know into the specifics of it. But to me, it's almost a corollary to, uh, like, for instance, altitude sickness. If you go up to altitude too quickly— you're going to feel sick. You're going to feel nauseated, weak, maybe disoriented. And one of the best things to do is to drink water, drink a lot of water, hydrate the body, and to get down from that altitude if you can. So very similarly with the heat, if you have any kind of symptoms, you need to drink a lot of water and you need to get away from the heat. And so heat-related illness is far more common than heat stroke, thankfully. Heat stroke is devastating. It's where usually the body temperature at the core is 104 degrees or more. You start to get organ damage like kidney failure. Uh, you can get brain damage from literally being too hot. You can damage other organs like, uh, you know, just the various uh, liver, uh, GI tract, the heart. It's common to have heart attack or heart symptoms from a, a heat stroke. But literally, that term stroke means to affect the brain and the blood flow of the organs and the uh, response of the organs. So that can be fatal. 
It can also be the source of being in in the hospital for days trying to recover. You may never fully recover from that. And I think people are a little too flippant with that term. You know, when you say, oh, I, you know, people tell you they had a heat stroke yesterday, I hear comments like that. They, you know, I hear people come in and say, oh, yeah, I was out so long, I had a heat stroke and barely could finish mowing my lawn, and I came in, got some lemonade, and I felt better. Well, that's not a heat stroke. That's possibly the heat-related illness. But those things are, are very serious and, and very real. I remember years ago I was coaching a t-ball game, which unfortunately for these poor little kiddos, you know, around age five and, and such, it was extremely hot out on early day in May. And, you know, nobody was thinking about the heat, the humidity. We unfortunately were a team called the Rockies, and so we had black jerseys on. And, and you know, several of the kids even got kind of sick feeling and felt like they couldn't run. And, you know, it was like two in the afternoon, and, and the referee actually passed out, or the umpire, excuse me, wow. the umpire passed out from the heat. And, you know, so you can't mark the calendar and decide when it's safe to be out. You need to hydrate, and you need to be proactive about it. You need shade as much as possible. I'm a huge fan of skin cover, uh, not only from skin cancer risk, but just from the heat reduction risk of the sun. So, like I was saying earlier, light-colored clothing, thin clothing, moisture-wicking, or at least, you know, breathable uh, clothing, fabric, can make a big difference. You can get those easily now. Pants, shirt, hat, always keep your head covered. Use a wide brim so that you don't, you know, bake your ears and the and your face. And, you know, it's just really important. And then there are a lot of, like, I have a hat that is a cooling hat where you put a little water in the top of it, and it has that cooling effect of, of uh, lower, you know, temperature feel. There are cooling rags you can put around your neck, kind of a similar thing. You you, know, you activate them with water, and they just feel cooler to you. And uh, it's really important. The back of the neck is a, is a heat-releasing uh, area as well as the top of the head. So those two spots, if you can put water on your head and on the back of your neck or an ice pack on your head or the back of the neck, you can cool down fairly quickly with that. Oh, your um First and foremost, I can't thank you enough for all of this information. Um, I do have a question, actually two questions, and then Kathy I know does as well. In talking, because you're talking about products now, right? You're talking about cooling hats and cooling rags. Um, What about electrolytes and different types of um, supplements supplements that are out there that are supposed to help keep you hydrated during these really high heat times? Yeah, that's a great question. There are several. There are a lot of products, and they all compete, you know, for obvious reasons, because that's a great market in Texas, especially given the heat. But you do need some electrolytes. You need some salt at some point. You know, we often talk to people about reducing salt because, you know, blood pressure and swelling, all kinds of things. But the truth is, when you sweat, you're sweating salt water out of the body, sodium chloride. So you need some electrolytes. You need some potassium at some point, some magnesium. So an easy way to do that is a sports drink, you know, the famous ones, of course, Gatorade, Powerade, et cetera. You can get a sugar-free formula if you have diabetes or you just don't do well with sugar. You can get a reduced sugar product. You can get the full sugar and the electrolytes, which, you know, most like high school, college athletes are fine with. And those are all uh, very helpful for hydration as well. There also are some gels. If you don't have that great taste, you can squirt the gel in your mouth and and swallow it. I've I've tried them. I think they're disgusting. But, (laughs) you know, that's beside the point. If you're really dehydrated, you're going to love it because your body needs it. And so, you know, we often talk, I frequently talk about water hydration because water is the fundamental key. I honestly don't think you should drink five liters of, say, Gatorade. I had five liters of water yesterday and some electrolytes, and that was a good balance, uh, I think, you know, for the heat I was facing. And so you don't want to overdo the electrolytes because you can actually irritate the kidneys from way too much in the way of electrolytes or sugar. Uh, But, you know, a bottle, say, of a sports drink mixed in with a couple or, you know, in in conjunction with a couple of bottles of water, certainly a good way to hydrate. 
So those things really do work. They are scientifically designed and proven. And you absolutely need some body fluids as you are sweating, uh, you know, your own electrolyte sweat. Right. And I want, I want to go back to the um, cooler, like the hats. I'm, I'm now starting to see um, a lot of my moms who have younger kids doing like almost like they're like swim shirts. They breathe. They're cool, but they're long sleeve and they cover up your neck and shoulders. So I think that's all smart, especially if your kid's going to be out for longer than just like an hour, hour and a half. Um, I really do want to give props for the um, neck things that you um, you get cold. You get them wet. Oh, yeah. And then they stay cold. First yeah. of all, they're very affordable. I know um, Michael and I taking the kids out to various, um, you know, Girl Scout or Boy Scout um, camping trips. Any anywhere we went, where we were doing like a oh a trip, like when uh, we went out to a historical. Um, uh, a couple of different historical um, war fields and um, uh, and memorial sites, and all of us, you know, were rocking the neck things. And I'm telling you, it, it makes a real, really big difference. Um, you know, them from the point of view of being, you know, younger kids, you want to make sure that they're safe and their brain doesn't overheat. But as you get older, you know, it's just, you know, it's just harder, and especially with health comp- uh, health uh, complications. Those are inexpensive, affordable. Yes, you can get them anywhere. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Uh, age is a risk factor for heat-related illness. Yes. Certainly some medications are too, diuretics for blood pressure. Other medicines can make you a little more sensitive to sunlight and the heat. And so that's a known mechanism. So, you know, if you're running around with the uh, younger portion of your family, you may find they tolerate the heat a little better. Same thing true, like I was mentioning earlier, with altitude sickness, age is a risk factor for increased sensitivity to altitude as well. So they're kind of a similar mechanism, but uh, either way, you're right. You want definitely want to preserve the brain of the child because you need them to take care of you in your old age. But you want to preserve your own, your own brain too. And so, you know, the key, again, is hydrate beforehand. And frankly, if you're not going to the bathroom about once an hour or more frequently, and if the urine is a dark color in any way, then you are not hydrating enough. You should be basically having to run to the bathroom every, you know, 30 to 60 minutes, and it should be clear to light yellow. And that's your best indicator that you're hydrating. That's you know, easier than doing a test on the specific gravity of the urine burn. See, now that's, you're hydrated, you know? that's, that's good to know because I've been doing that about every 30 to 60 minutes out on the farm and my urine has been light uh-huh. color, but I thought I was getting the old man syndrome. I'm like, goodness gracious, I'm going to the bathroom every hour. Yeah. No, that's you, good to you're know. You're too young to be old. Yeah. yeah I was going to say, so, if you're old, uh, we're in trouble. Yeah, you really do. I mean, you're doing the right thing if that's the no, case. No, that's the case. That's what's happening. What you're doing is protecting. Yeah, you are protecting your kidneys and therefore the rest of the body because kidneys do the fluid regulation, you know, the body. Um, and so you are protecting yourself from the intensity of the heat and the dehydration related problems. By doing that yeah because so, i mean I, just, I would drink you know, it's very important respect the heat i would drink a whole bottle of water and i felt like i was just immediately going to the bathroom i'm like goodness gracious i can't retain any of my fluids and so now i'm glad to hear that dr clothier yeah. quick question from one of the crew members um what about mosquito sprays bug sprays oh, what's too chefs. much deet what's not enough deet how do we keep these critters <laughs> off of us great question yeah, I, you do need to keep them off of you because, and by the way, tiggers are going to be a huge uh, problem right now because of all the rain and wet grass and all that. So, you know, there are tiggers and mosquitoes, other organisms out there that can bite us. So uh, what I recommend is spray your clothes, spray it like around your socks. Uh, you can spray your shoes. You can spray the uh, collar at the back of your neck and minimize the amount on your skin. And that way that you will not smell as attractive to them. From the standpoint of chiggers, they won't want to crawl up your leg and get under the elastic like of the sock as the sock is sprayed. Uh, sulfur powder put on your shoes just a little bit can uh, keep chiggers away too. You may also keep your sulfur neighbors powder. away because it kind of has a strong smell. And say. so, but <laughs> those things are important and you can put a dryer sheet in your pocket also help keep mosquitoes away apple cider vinegar taken in orally can 
oh. keep your uh, smell down from the carbon dioxide standpoint. There are a lot of strategies there, but I wouldn't overspray skin for children, spray only clothing. But if their clothing has mosquito repellent on it, that will reduce their odds of bites considerably. Nothing is perfect. That will reduce them considerably. All right. Well, Dr. Clothier, I know that we have peaked excellent, 8 o'clock. And uh, so we yeah, want to thank go. you. Well, you do, yeah. but thank you so very much for all the information. Yeah, good Especially stuff. as this, this temperature continues to climb into the high 90s. And oh, I, don't, yeah. I don't think we're getting any cooler yeah, soon. Have nope. a blessed week. Be safe. All Thanks. right, you as well. Thank you. You too. Bye. All right. uh, that's that's all good information because we you know we've made such a such a jump, such a drastic jump. We literally went from it being still kind of cool. Absolutely. Well, and again, we went from downpouring torrential rains right. exactly to welcome to ninety nine degrees. Oh yes, of yes, heat. yes. Um, you know the 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 sad thing is you know right now I don't know if you saw on the feed but. Coach put on there that they lost a member of their community down there who was mowing in the middle of the day. Yesterday? And he died out. He didn't say oh, so what sorry. day. He just oh, he just no. died. He he was out mowing and you, you've got to take that stuff. It seriously. got a hold of him. Yeah. So yeah. Um, and I'm glad you're already before the heat came, you were already hydrating uh, you know, on the farm because I think you can get no. lost in what you're doing and you know, we all have that tendency. You're out, you know, you're out, you know, pulling weeds or you're doing whatever and you're like, you know what? 30 more minutes or just another section of the yard, and then I'll go in. And that can be that that 30 minutes that just puts you over the edge. Oh, I absolutely agree. And, yeah. and so, but again, um, you want to hydrate. You want to hydrate before you go do the activity. Well, and like he said, if, you're, um, if you get to the point when if you're outside and you're thirsty, you're already on your way to being in trouble. So right. that so that that's a problem. I know even well, and, and and I know you've gone before as well. We used to take the kids out to um, uh, the Scarborough Fair, the Renaissance Fair, out right. in the Waxahachie area, and um, I remember there being a day. And of course, you know, we we go big or go home. We'd wear the uniform, we'd wear the costumes, and all this kind of stuff. And you're all layered up and everything. And I remember having to sit down, and uh, my cheeks got really really red. Now I'm on a diuretic for blood pressure. Um, and I, I had not hydrated enough. You know, I had like, you know, a tea that morning, maybe a half a bottle of water. And then I was out walking around, you know, in a pirate winch outfit. Right. And so all of a sudden I had to sit down and get in the, get in the shade and just start pounding water. You I know? just want you to know you yes. are a hot pirate winch. Well, thank you so very much. I don't, You're I, welcome. Can I still carry that one off? <laughs> <laughs> you, you can. You can. I mean, you really Thanks, can. Thanks, JP. You you're made welcome. you made my week. You're welcome. You're just, you're just a hot pirate wench. So, so and the name of this segment will be Hot, hot Pirate, pirate Wench. That's right. <laughs> Speaking of, I sent you an email, or I sent uh, Chambriel us an email, Nathaniel, us an email, JP, Kathy, and the crew. I want you to post that up there. So last night, if you were able to stay up late, because uh, it did. was a late game. You did. Um, and it was funny because uh, it was feeding time for Carter. And I hadn't quite changed him into his night clothes yet. Right. And when I was feeding him, he kept watching the TV. Um, oh, and, and I so, love it. Those pictures were so great that you sent me. <laughs> so we went to. Oh, love um, that. We went to. So after he was done eating and done burping, <laughs> I sat him down next to me and he put his arm up on the armrest. I didn't like do that. Oh, man, I love yes. that. That's, I was like, look, <laughs> on the armrest. Yeah. <laughs> And we sat there and we watched the University of Texas dismantle the University of South Florida. Um, and he actually watched full, the full three innings, the last three innings of the game. And then it was funny. The last strike, he knew the game was over. And it was, bah, Because uh, it's hey, bedtime. He knew he knew to not cry. until There's no crying in baseball. There's no crying in that. baseball. So, yeah, so I loved this picture. Uh, Courtney's like, I got to get a picture of this. Oh. She goes, this is crazy. The two of you are sitting there watching baseball, and uh, and and he was. And so he looked. It was funny that look that you're looking at on his face is, lady, why are you standing there in front of my TV where I'm watching baseball? So it was pretty funny. University of Texas goes on to win. Um, interestingly enough, Texas oh. starts off zero and three, if you remember correctly, at uh, over at the ballpark in Arlington although I don't know if they're calling it that anymore. And um, the three teams that yeah, they lost. Yeah, what is it, Globe, Globe Live? What, what well, is, is it, it now? Is it back to the ballpark in Arlington again? 
Somebody help us out with that. What is what is the actual correct term? Because I don't it may be even AT&T. I don't think Globe Life is the partner anymore. See, so what yeah, so what is it? I don't think. Somebody I don't, help us out. I don't know. I don't remember. I, love that. I haven't been able to get out there yet either, but but I know I can't out of out of all the people. I still have now I was out there when they were building it. Um, I got to go to an event when they were building it, but I have not been out to a game there. I've, I've got to get out to a game there, but I have to hydrate before hydrate before the game. But I can't believe hydrate. you haven't been out. I have not as yet. Big of a ginormous baseball fan as oh, you are. Well, I've been watching closely, like when the Rangers dismantled the Dodgers the other night, but then they lost last night. Um, big deal though across the board uh, is the is the College World Series. It's back. People yes. are in the stands. We're having a great time. Great baseball to watch. Um, Coach Quigley has been, I mean, just giving me great trivia and great data. Yeah. Um, here's interesting, though, right? So, DBU Virginia will go to a game three. Uh, that is today at noon. You want to watch some good baseball, I would tune into that game and catch that game for sure. Mississippi State drops to Notre Dame which means that Mississippi State is out. Notre Dame goes to the College World Series. Um, here's what's interesting, right? Mississippi State was one of the teams that beat Texas at the beginning of the season. They're out of the tournament. Arizona dismantles Ole Miss 16-3. to And, Coach, help me out here. Give me the stat on this deal. I don't know that we've ever seen this many home runs scored in the Super Regionals. Um, it, the numbers have been out of control. Uh, Arizona beats Ole Miss. Guess what? Ole Miss was the second team that beat Texas at the beginning of the season. Uh, and Arizona dismantled them like 16-3. to And then you've got Arkansas. Now, I'm going to tell you, if you would have told me that Arkansas doesn't make the College World Series, you could have pushed me over with a feather because that's so, how good their pitching staff is. They didn't make it? They did not make it. Arkansas wow. is out. NC huh. State wins that game. Uh, their top pitcher... Goes on the mound, eight innings pitched, gave up three earned runs, struck out ten, walked three, and that was not enough. The Arkansas batters could not uh, get it going. And so NC State stuns number one Arkansas. So who's left in right now? Well, number two Texas is going to be your highest seed. Number five Arizona is in there. Uh, then you have Notre Dame, and then DBU is looking to sneak okay. in as well. Um Tennessee, number three, Tennessee, is going to also be in the College World Series. They beat LSU uh, 15-6. to By the way, LSU head coach retires. Our hats off to him in a great, illustrious college baseball career. Um, How many years was he there? And I, oh, 37, I yeah, think. Yeah, I was going to say. I think it was 37. I think 37. Right, yeah. Well, and coach may have it in my head, too, because I remember last night them <laughs> saying it was the 37th time for UT to visit. In fact, they are the uh, most visiting baseball team to the College World Series uh, in the history of the College World Series uh, with 37 times That's to appear. Uh, but their huge. last win was 2005, so we'll see if Texas can make some things happen out there. But uh, So big game today at noon, Dallas Baptist University. So root on your local Patriots here yep. uh, in Dallas, and uh, let's see if they can make it into the College World Series as well. But Tennessee's been playing well. LSU did not play well. We'll have to see how Notre Dame does. And then is NC State truly a shocker? Uh, the only games that were low scoring was the NC State-Arkansas games. Okay. Um, and so I don't know if that indicates that. And we know that Arkansas has got great pitching. Does that indicate that we've got great pitching between those two squads with NC State moving on and that the other squads don't? Or were their bats just not very hot? We will find out as the College World Series uh, continues to unfold. Don't forget also, uh, big award announcements are coming up uh, for college baseball as well. Uh, don't forget, we of course, we had uh, Jana Hauser in with the Dick Hauser Award. Uh, we had Larry in with um, his brother's award at shortstop. Uh, and so a lot going on, a lot going on. Which is so great because this time last year, Not you know, it was, it was just, it, it was depressing. Um, it's just so good um, to see sports activities, getting back to see stands being filled up with the fans. Um, you know, 
there were so, so many limited opportunities and just um, seeing folks out and about at, um, you know, at like the local, oh, when they'll do like a fair at a parking lot, you know, a big old parking lot and they'll put, they'll put a little, you know, carnival or something up. Um, just to see more and more things like that is, God, just does your heart good. Yeah. It really does. It does. And, and Fred, um, you may be right on the Notre Dame game. They may be going to a game three. I thought Notre Dame cleared that cleared the house the other day, but they may not have. Um, of course, Stanford also uh, going on to the College World Series. They knocked out Texas Tech uh, as well. A little bit shocked by that. Uh, Stanford Cardinals always great at baseball, but a little shocked that they knocked out Tech so easily, I guess, is probably what I'm thinking. Um, and then I believe, if I'm not mistaken – I believe Vandy has, yeah, they have. Vanderbilt has moved on as well. So uh, continue to watch and catch those games. Notre Dame game, Mississippi State game, 8 o'clock tonight. So, yeah, I was wrong on that. Thank you, Fredo. So you'll be up late again. I will be up late again. Yes. Me and the Carter. (laughs) We will be up late again. And so uh, Texas Rangers lose last night 5-3 to to the Dodgers. Uh, But the Rangers playing admirable baseball. You know, I mean, we'll see what they can do. If they can break 500 this year, I'm going to be pretty pleased. Yeah, I didn't – at some point, weren't we like, oh, 2021's our year? Yeah, no. A couple of seasons ago, I think we yeah, were we saying, did. we're like, this is going to be in place, and this is going to be in place, and this is, and they're going to have this, this, and we had all these reasons why. <coughs> and I think it was 2021. I remember that, that you and I, like, in 2018, 2019, we're like, you know yeah. what? 2021's our year. We'll have this, this, and this, and yeah, they didn't. They didn't handle it well. There you go. They didn't listen to our show that day. They didn't handle it well. <laughs> they didn't listen to our show they very didn't well. Don't go on it. You know, and, and Kathy, I don't mean to to continue, but I'm going to use these next four minutes. What other big event was happening this weekend? Um, it happens annually. I was going to say, oh, I went to a con. I got to go to a couple of cool cover bands. Stone Temple Pilots and Red Hot Chili Peppers cover bands concert, but that's not annual. Um, trying to think. This is a sporting competition. What was it? And I dipped. Was that Chambriel? Did you? Do you know Bree? Nope, not that. That <laughs> happened too, though. Come on, Kathy. This is. I mean, this would be right up your alley. I mean, and even it was a <laughs> Japanese wasabi that won this thing. Oh, is this like a hot dog eating contest or something? <laughs> I hope not. It's the Westminster Dog Show 2021. Oh, dog got it. That's right. <laughs> I hope it's not a that's hot dog right. eating oh, contest. That's right. Oh, that's so bad. Well, you said j- Japanese wasabi, and I'm well, like. Well, that's because the Pekingese that won, <laughs> his name is Wasabi. Oh, now that is so cute. See, I haven't seen who won yet. So it was won a little pinkies. Best in show, yes. yes. Oh, can we pull up a picture of the baby? And it was so funny. Um, this morning, I'm listening <laughs> yeah, to the radio. Real bad time to talk about a hot, hot. <laughs> yeah, well, it's a hot dog eating there's contest. Some, there's some Japanese guy that always wins the hot dog eating contest, and he's like the skinniest thing in the world. And he has some kind of nick, fun nickname. So that's right. why when you said that, I'm like, hot dogs? Now, have you ever seen the movie about the, the competition? Oh, my gosh. Best in Show yes. is one of the... <laughs> funniest movies so, i can watch it anytime it comes on there you go there's your that is a lot of hair and look at that little cup. baby <laughs> so here's what's fun right i'm listening to the radio on the way in and i know it's <clears throat> I can't coming believe I, for, I i knew it was on and i meant to record it and i didn't doggone it <laughs> doggone it so oh, yeah pun intended <laughs> so i i remember the movie and i'm listening to the radio and i'm like he's not gonna do it he's not gonna do it and he does. <clears throat> he plays the clip from Best in Show so great. where the guy, the guy goes, well, there she goes again. She's, yes, she is. Oh, Lord. She's grabbed the testicles again. She's checking for the testicular mounting to make sure it's proper. <laughs> and yes. I mean, I just am dying laughing. And he's doing this over the radio. And, of course, the host is going, really? Did you have to play that clip? And he's like, absolutely. Yeah, out of all the clips. Yeah, yeah, that that movie is hilarious. And I love these dog shows. I just love them because everybody always has their favorites and you have a dog that either you used to have that breed or you have that breed and you just get all excited about it. It's so much fun. So much fun. So I've got one minute left and uh, so Coach Quigley is taking my thunder. The, uh, the World Championship of the World for Bassmasters was in DFW this weekend. Oh. And I believe it was a Carolina man hmm. 
that took the championship uh, back to Carolina, if I'm not mistaken. But, uh, yeah, it was a big weekend for sports. Um, it was huge out at um, Texas Motor Speedway. And uh, so just a ton. I, I could talk sports almost for an entire hour. But uh, Hank Cherry wins the 2021 Bassmaster Classic at Lake Ray Hubbard. And so it was a big weekend. There you go. Sports. I'm looking I up. Mean, so I'm looking up now for the different breed results um, for the Westminster Dog Show. I'm trying to see who won in the different breeds. Well, what's interesting is, is again last year, and this is the reflection, right? Last year, there were no sports. Uh, there was nothing on the airwaves. It was, it was just, replays. It was just, yeah, you know, I mean, yeah, every, you can only watch the, you know. Cowboys from the seventies, so many times before you're right. like, okay, <laughs> kind of a deal. Um, you know, there's just something to be said about sports and about the camaraderie and the memories that you have with that, bringing your kids to it when they're younger and all this kind of good stuff, going with your friends. Um, it's just it's part of who we are, you know. Um, right. just like being able to get out to a concert um on Friday night. It was just so nice to you know, be around tons of folks and everybody's singing and everybody's having a good time. And just that getting back to normal, and I keep using air quotes, whatever normal is going to be, um, I'm just very grateful for it, you know? So, you know, that's a $300,000 take home, right? What is? The Bassmaster uh, Trophy. Oh, I don't don't doubt that at all. Cherry won it last year uh, on Lake Guntersville in Birmingham, Alabama. And so, yeah, big-time win uh, for Cherry as he finishes out his uh, second Bassmaster Championship. Again, it's, it's, it's only worth mentioning because it is like the world championship of, uh, of bass fishing. Yeah. So, all right. How about jumping Joe Biden? We were having such a good time. Well, I think that old jump. We were just having such a Joe good time. Biden. Don't forget you can catch <laughs> us on Spotify. Uh, you can catch us at JP, Kathy, and the crew on Spotify, or you can catch us on YouTube as I continue to try to segment these uh, these different parts so that you don't have to watch the whole thing if you don't want to. Because you may be like poor Nathaniel behind the camera with his hand up on his. He's doing this. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's barely. He's like, I got to watch these people he's three like, days a week. what are they talking about They now? don't pay me enough for this. He's thinking, what job can I get that pays better? Unbelievable. Uh, we need a camera on him. He's pretty fun. So, jumping Joe Biden heads across the pond. Um, was really disappointed, really. You know that, Kathy? Well, okay, go ahead. In, in what way? The poor queen had to meet with this guy. Oh, bless her heart. This guy is such a tool. But did you see the pomp and circumstance that went with that? No, I didn't I didn't see any TV this weekend. Oh, they had this. I only caught bits and pieces. But they put out this big platform that was covered, and it's at a great distance yeah. from everybody. And you see Jumpin' Joe, you know, Uncle Joe, Tax Hike Joe. Uh, yeah, even though he's, he doesn't do much. Ju- <laughs> yeah, all that's jumping is taxes and prices at the grocery store and at the tank. Yeah, we, get, we start calling tank. him Gassy Joe. Yeah, <clears throat> go right ahead. Yeah, and so Jumpin' Joe, Uncle Joe, Gassy Joe, Tax Hiking Joe, Biden met with the queen. Not sure what we accomplished with that. What I do think is interesting is that her royal highness has really come out and making a political statement for the monarchy. Um, I don't remember the last time I have seen them cover her at a G7 summit, Uh, but she was there and she gave a speech on the opening day. Uh, She's out mingling. I mean, she is, she is a prominent face at the G7. You know, Interesting. Yeah, normally the prime minister kind of has the front run on that. What was deal. her speech about? I mean, what did she? Speak she just she just... spoke to the G seven. I'm not sure. I have to go huh. back and read it for you. But um, but normally, you know, Boris Johnson would be the guy that's kind of at the head. You know, um, it was funny though. Boris Johnson had to correct Joe Biden uh, at the G seven summit. So I'll get into that here. Oh, in a oh, pl- oh, do tell. Yeah, that was pretty funny yeah, stuff. Yeah, I, I did not. I was trying to have a low stress, low impact weekend and stayed away from all the news clips coming through. So he did have a flub up because I thought, I thought I saw something come across. Okay. Yeah. He had, he Biden wrongly suggested (coughs) Johnson hadn't introduced South African president, Cyril Ramaphosa uh, at the time. And he had, um, in fact, UK prime minister appeared to twice wave away the president's interruption and he wouldn't stop. Oh, there's a picture of, uh, 
uh, yeah, that's President Trump. No, who is that? That's President Biden with the Queen and with Jill Biden. Are my eyeballs not working? Yeah, that's Biden with the Queen and with um, Jill Biden. Is there something wrong with his hair? No, it's a shadow. Okay, because I'm like. No, there's a, there's a big shadow. Yeah, I'm like, my eyes aren't yeah. working. But look the, at the, he's taller, so the shadow of the canopy is not catching. catching it's catching on him, I mean, but not on the thought, two ladies. Is that Donald Trump sitting up there with no, orange oh hair? Oh gosh, no, 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 no. Whoa, no, no, no. no. But look at look at the middle though. The monarch speaks the truth. Look at her. She looks very British and very disapproving of her position right now. I think that's kind of how she always looks, isn't it? No, no, she was looking happy the other day <laughs> okay. on the G7 at the G7 summit. <laughs> no, she was looking pretty happy, actually. Oh. Yeah, and so crazy stuff. <laughs> but, yeah, so Boris Johnson's waving off President Biden like, shut up, dude, I've already taken care of this. Um, but he did, and he wouldn't stop, and he continued to suggest that Johnson had failed to introduce the South African president at the round table. So of he's world literally leaders. like interrupting while somebody's trying to talk. Yeah, it's on Twitter. Okay. And it's big news. And that's one of those things somebody will make up. You and I have been to a bajillion events where maybe somebody didn't introduce you and you're an elected official or a former elected official or a candidate or whatever. Somebody always corrects that at some point during the event. But I guess he just thought he had to be. Yeah. He said it twice, and he I'll goes. Monitor. So this is what. Bought. So the prime minister introduces the uh, president from India, and the president from South Africa. So then Biden goes, and the president of South Africa, Boris, and Boris goes, and the president of South Africa, as I said earlier on, and Biden goes, "Oh, you did? I did. I certainly did." Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's going to have an up-to-date list to read off of. <laughs> yeah, so pretty oh, funny good stuff. Times. Um, of course, Jumpin' Joe making very little impact uh, at G7 Summit so far. Um, there's been nothing that's really come out that has been just amazing yeah. or over the top. Uh, his, of course, his commitment to you know cut carbon emissions and you know and uh, you know Jumpin' Joe needs to go to places like the Philippines and Central America and breathe in that air. That's where we need climate control. Um, Come to the border where there's so much fentanyl that I just heard of two other young people who were put in ICU because of fentanyl um, spilling into the border in literally numbers that are just jarring. So Take care of your own border, Joe. So here is a direct quote. Um, This is from Max Lawson, who is the Oxfam's head of inequality policy. Uh, he says, never in the history of the G7 has there been a bigger gap between their actions and the needs of the world. Um, and he goes on to say, we do not need to wait for history to judge this summit. A colossal failure. It is wow. plain for all to see. Wow. Well, and that's you know. the thing. You've got, um, I mean, very much in D.C., our federal government, our current administration, is so out of touch with what's going on in people's backyards. Um, even, and this is something we've talked about with the Black Lives Matter movement and things of that. Um, uh, I was with, <clears throat> I've, I've caught up with a friend this weekend that I hadn't seen in a while, um, and she's she, a black woman, and she was talking about how she won't even go back and visit her hometown up north, and she said, because she said, my own people took it over, and became the ones who are the leaders. And she said, and the crime is so bad, I won't go back and visit my own hometown where I grew up. Yeah. And um, and she said, and I look at the president who is giving lip service and fooling my own people. And she was, she was very upset about this. She said, I, you know, she was very devastated that you have an administration that has said we are going. We're going to get in there. We're going to. Um, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Not rejuvenate or rejuvenate the neighborhoods. Rejuvenate, yeah, yeah, rejuvenate. You know, um, you know, have these great. You know, uh, you know, turn these places over. Just you know, get them, get them back to places where people can be proud of. Your kids can go out and play in the park. All this kind of good stuff, and it's just not happening. Now, not that it's not happening because local people in that community are not taking care of their own and their own their own you know neighborhoods and stuff. But as far as the administration promising that that was going to be a big thing, and they're like, hey, nobody's even visiting us. We, we haven't seen our own congressman in 10 years. Yeah. There's a problem there with that hypocrisy and that. And again, you talk about this great divide. If you're on your throne and you think you're 
you know everything. Have you been to see the people who are in trouble and who need the help? No, he hasn't. But here's some more humor, yeah. right? This is more G7 humor for Joe Jumping Joe. I guess he thinks he leaves our continent and he's okay to be stupid, you know, where it's not going to be at least semi-hidden. Check this out. He goes. Press doesn't follow him, you mean? I guess. <laughs> Biden goes, hey, you know what? I got to be careful. I'm going to get in trouble with my handlers if I fail to take the questions from just the pre-planned list of reporters. He goes, yeah, he goes, I'm sorry. I'm going to get in trouble with staff if I don't do this the right way, Biden said after calling on Bloomberg News reporter Jennifer Jacobs. So Wow. So there, there you go. There you go. There's some more of that. How about that? Uh, so he's even admitting, I'm only allowed to do this, and I'll get in trouble if I don't. Yeah. Yeah, he said he was supposed to go to the Jonathan Lemire of the Associated Press first after he gave a speech. And and see, okay, so then, he me, blew that. then to me, then that's not a real press conference. No, this is a direct quote from Joe Biden. And this is at the conference in the middle of all this. Yeah. Now, why don't I take some of your questions? And I'm told, Jonathan, <clears throat> I'm supposed to talk or recognize you first. Yeah. I mean, where's our mental state? Well, again, when do I, we get President Kamala Harris? Because this is coming. When, when do you get? Here's the thing. When do you just go? And if you if if you're the president of the United States, if you're the leader of the free world, you know what? Just take whatever questions come up first. Just point to a reporter, get a question. You should know the answers. So this is fun, right? Well, yeah, you should. <laughs> so this is fun. So he go. He continues to say, as, after he recognizes somebody, he goes, I'm going to get in trouble with my staff. Yeah, go ahead, but pretend that I didn't answer you. See, and I think he thinks that's funny. He and, chuckled. And you know, he thought it was okay. funny. And here's the thing, JP. Decades ago, that was the kind of used car salesman approach that politicians, not statesmen, politicians took to politics. They thought if they threw out a funny line that the press would run with that and it'd be hot off the presses. People are more intelligent than that nowadays. We've got access to things. Back in the day, that's all you could see was the, the headlines in the newspaper the next day. Right. Nowadays, we literally, we can watch your whole entire speech or your whole entire press conference on YouTube. So help me no. out. The things from 57 years ago when he first got elected... That's not what people want. No. In fact, this continues to get worse for him, right? So the question was being asked by that reporter about why haven't you lifted the sanctions on the steel and aluminum industry, right? And this is his response. 120 days. Give me a break. Need time. And then he walked off. <laughs> uh, that's your president. Okay. Well, and... And then there's and that. there's that and yeah. then there's that. So yeah, just you know, again, the G7 summit is becoming clearly a state of buffoonism for the United States. Uh, people were upset or thinking that President uh, Trump was going to embarrass us. Uh, I can tell you, I'm feeling pretty embarrassed right now by the way our president is acting and the things that he is saying, almost as if they're already forgivable before he even says them. And if you don't forgive him too bad, I'll take you off my press list. So very interesting stuff. Don't know that I'm a fan. Yeah, just, um, yeah. <laughs> my mom said, if you, if you don't have anything to, nice to say, don't say anything at all. Sometimes you just have to, just have to stick with that. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, we're getting ready to close up shop here and, uh, Music oh, Van Taylor. It looks like we've got Van Taylor up. coming back on starting Wednesday. Um, officer David Tilly of the Plano Police Department, their public information officer, is going to be coming on either Wednesday or Friday and talking to us. Um, Plano's, and let me get this, let me get this right. Plano's the drunk driving fatalities has increased significantly, and that's heartbreaking. You know, you you know that drinking has, you know, drinking during the pandemic has gone up. I, so I would imagine at times drunk driving has, but now they're saying the fatalities from it, especially in Plano. Um, and as we approach, you know, Father's Day weekend and Fourth of July coming up and all of these different things, and everybody's out and about, really got to be careful. So we'll have him on this week to just talk about being safe. Um, Uber, Lyft, if um, if you don't have a designated driver, take care of, take care of, you know, if you're not worried about yourself, worry about 
you know, the, the poor innocent family or the poor innocent person driving on the road who's just coming home from, you know, visiting their grandmother in the nursing home or something. Well, you know? and without, you know, we've run out of time, but just real quick to make mention, uh, Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu yes. is out. Yep. Um, yeah. He uses his last speech to really step it up and kind of scorch the earth on that deal. Um, I tell you, it's not good. He attacked uh, Joe Biden and called his administration out in an effort to revive the nuke deal with Iran. And he said his comments walking out the door, you know, hey, congratulations, you've just given Iran exactly what they've wanted. And so I did send that speech to myself to watch later today. Um, so, and I heard it was a scorched earth kind of a thing. Oh, it was some of those comments. Um, yeah, um, will be interesting to see where um, his predictions fall on that. I well, if we we have Van on Wednesday, I'm going to ask him about you know the thoughts and you know what's going on in Congress in regards to this, um, at least amongst Republicans, anyways. All right. Have a wonderful week. We will see you on Wednesday. Have a blessed one. We'll see you soon. Heart and Soul of Texas Women next.